And welcome back to our newest edition of Sims Complete Podcast. I'm is Matt it, Sims alongside my Faja. Faja, is it, Faja. Is it newish, newest edition or just newest a new edition? Edi- uh, the newest edition, the new edition, the newest uh, edition. I knew yeah. you should have stayed, uh, studied harder in school. Okay. No, I don't know. No. Yeah. Just trying to be funny, and sometimes, you know, they bomb. And, you're, and yeah. that one bombed. You're I don't not care. funny. Yeah. We'll cut it out of the show. <laughs> All right, go <laughs> no, ahead. No, we're what not we doing got? the opening again. We don't have enough budget for that. Um, so, <laughs> we're going to go into the uh, Week 10 review. Okay. Another exciting week. But before we do that. Yeah, you have what? We're going to highlight one of our Sims Complete quarterbacks from this past weekend. Oh, very good. Yes. Richard Beeland of yes. Cardinal Hayes. Uh, Richard is the younger brother of Henry Beeland, who is a quarterback at Duke right now. Right. Uh, Richard is the starting quarterback at Cardinal Hayes. They just defeated Stepanak, Archbishop Stepanak, excuse me, uh-huh. in the playoffs 29-26. to And uh, Richard's had a, had a phenomenal year. He actually has a twin brother, Blake Beeland who uh, is actually a defensive tackle slash DN for right. Cardinal Hayes, who's being highly recruited uh, across the country for his skills. And uh, we're, we're honored to, you know, Pastor Beelan, who's been, you know, just phenomenal with us, too, over these years as we got to know, obviously, the sons yeah. who play quarterback and, uh, and that relationship. So we're, we're grateful for that. But Well, remind me one day to tell some pastor stories. Yeah. And Pastor was a great football player himself. Yeah, he, he played, played at Vanderbilt. You know, yeah, very when you good see him, you'd lineman. go, yep, you played. Yeah, yes. he definitely looks he like a, a former football player. So I, I'll give it real quick. Here we yeah, go. Come. i got to tell a story. So <laughs> I usually would stand back there, and Matt would be coaching them and going on and on, and, and Pastor would be behind me about five yards of the fence because he liked to lean against the fence. So Matt is talking to his sons, and, I, you know, what's the word for it? He's using a lot of foul language. And I go, Matt. And I, you know, kind of turned to Pastor, and he goes, oh, sorry, Pastor. And, and <laughs> Pastor goes, no, Matt, you just keep on coaching those guys, <laughs> whatever. He doesn't judge. He, he didn't yeah. judge. It was so, yeah, yeah so I, was I appreciate like sweating because you were cursing. Yeah, occasionally was, uh, my mouth, uh, you know, uh-huh. it, it goes. You didn't learn that from me. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. But well, go uh, ahead. Do we, that, Richard was 7 Right. Uh, on the day passing for 122 yards, he rushed 25 times for 163 yards. Wow. Four touchdowns on the ground running. His long pass of the day was 39 yards. His long run of the day was 36. The cool stat, too, was is that Cardinal Hayes and Richard converted three fourth down conversions, mm. uh, all of them in the low red zone area, and they converted them all not just for a first down but for a touchdown. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so Cardinal Hayes defeats Archbishop Stepanak. Uh, 29-26, and Richard Beeland uh, having a fantastic year leading now. His Cardinal Hayes, uh, Hayes men, up Hayes, right. Willie Cologne, uh, to play against uh, Iona Prep in the championship. Okay, yeah, two good local week. schools around here, fun to follow. Richard, I'll just give my quick point. Yeah. He can really throw it. He can really he throw can it throw as well. He can throw it. I mean, he can throw it. He's he a junior. He's talented. He's a junior, so he's got another year ahead of him. Do you have a – to, do you have an unsung hero that we're going to do here in the top, or are, you, are we doing that somewhere else? Would you like to go ahead and – No, you do it. I didn't get one. You're the one that uh, – Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to mention it during the game when we did a little oh, game Oh, we'll wait review. for that. Yeah. Okay. All I, right. I didn't see it in this um, whatever you call this rundown. I got a lot of stuff, but, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. So. But let's talk real quick before we get going. Yeah. <laughs> the, go ahead. The game last night. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, it really is unbelievable, and it might come back to haunt the Buffalo Bills – and keep them out of the playoffs, whatever. But, wow, the extra – I went and watched it this morning. I think I know who it is, 
but I'm not going to say because it's got to be one of two guys okay. out there. But Who the was ha- the extra person on the field for, yes. the, for the field goal? Okay. Yes, there, there's two two people. Yeah, let's not throw him on No, I'm the not going to do it because yeah. I'm not going to do it until I know. But I, I, I was telling you on the way over about special teams numbers, and I said, you know, Parcells like would go over forever on a Saturday morning when you have those walkthroughs. Okay, on the kickoff team, you know, the the gunner's out. Who's in? The yeah. third string gunner. You know, I mean, it was, I was like, and I was standing close to him. And I went, oh, man. He goes, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, this it all comes down to this. Sims, these owners know two things. They can see empty seats and they can count to 11. And by God, we're going to stay here and do this until I'm happy. Right. So, I mean, it's really true. Isn't it, it is true. It yeah, is. So the little the little things that coaches really have to worry about and over coach just right. because, and especially last night in the heat of the moment, that everything that was going on and it was guys running on, running off. It was uh, confusion. I saw Sean McDermott this morning say that we worked on it. We did it during the week. We practiced that and. Practicing is one thing, but when it happens in a game, you know. Yeah, executing is a whole nother. It changes, changes completely. And everyone, uh, ourselves at home, everyone in the stadium, knew what the situation was, knew that the game-winning field goal was going to take place. Right. And uh, that, I think, is what's most disappointing about that situation is oh. that it wasn't like one of those spur-of-the-moment, uh, we have to react to this you, you knew it was coming. sudden change. We all knew that it was coming and the lack of execution in that crucial moment. And, and of course, we, we appreciate – Josh Allen and what he does and his skill set and how important he is to that football team. But dude definitely has to be uh, a little bit more careful with the football, especially the one before half. That interception was big. That was that was the one. That was the one. And you know, too, the, the fumble, fumble at the end was like icing, you know, on the cake for that situation. The handoff. Yeah. I'm not second guessing, but I was watching the game and I just said there's three or four handoffs. I could see that they weren't clean. Right. And I just go, man, they, you you can't do this. And then later on in the game, they have that fumble. Right. And it dropped out of his hand. You know, you got to keep your hand under it. And you got to really – and I, I swear, if you go back and look at it, you, you'll see there were quite a few dirty handoffs, I guess right. you would call it, where there was a little yeah, bit of – Yeah, you're right. Like, there, there were just – they looked ugly. They weren't clean situations. Yeah. And that one was a perfect example of it. Didn't have a good grip on the football and then kind of just, you know, threw it in there and – you know, and before half, I, we didn't even know we were going to talk about this. I just want to say it. Before half, <laughs> yeah. the when you talk about Josh Allen's interception, you know, in that situation, it is it's you don't even have you should know this automatically. Unless they fall down, you don't even take a chance of throwing it down the field. Right. And it is, I call these stat building situations. Take it down five yards. Oh, they back up and get another five. Oh, we ran out of time. You know, that kind of thing. Unless somebody breaks a tackle, whatever. You agree or not? I I agree. I agree. And it's one of those, especially on the sideline, down the field, the way that it was, it's got to be pretty clean for you to throw, especially before half, to take that chance. And they were on those during the game. Late in the game, you know, if it's – Games on the line, you got to have it. That's a different thing. Cut it loose. But yeah. in that situation, there, there was really no, no need for it, uh, especially being home. My last thing, two things come about that, just talking about that situation. Yeah. They throw a lot of those routes. They do. I mean, because, one, he can do it. And most, I'd say at least half the teams don't even try these type of throws because of how difficult it is. Yeah. But Denver was all over them. They were. On those routes. And yeah, Vance Joseph has that team playing extremely well. Now, they're playing great defense. The uh, the Broncos are Buffalo. It just to me is a team that is 
is not trending in the right direction. No. And, and both offensively and defensively. Russell Wilson played extremely well last night. The defense looks better. And we said it last week, Sean Payton, we like what the team is doing and how they're progressing. And, again, the, the, a big road win like that, I think, hey. is – is huge for that football team. But my last line. They played <laughs> yeah. it the right way. They, they were conservative on offense, took a shot here and there. Let's see how the game goes. And right. they managed the game, something that's, uh, you can't really talk enough about. They did a great job managing the game, Sean Payton. They did. And Russell Wilson, too. Yeah, so. for sure. Russell's All right, well, what really do we got next? Football. So we're just going to go down to just some of the quarterback matchups that we saw this right. past weekend and ones that we thought were pretty interesting and fun, obviously. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to start with, of course, C.J. Stroud yeah. versus Joey B. Yeah. Yeah. What? And just my first thought. Yeah. They're the same guy. <laughs> I mean, they are. They're like brothers out there. <laughs> They're both the, about the same size. They throw the ball uh, and a lot of similarities. They're accurate. They got power when they need it. They got touch. And they can move around yeah. really, really well. Yeah, they're athletic I mean, think, in the pocket, and they're tough in the pocket, of course which is it, really impressive. Yes, well, they can stand in there. Right. And uh, I, I laugh about it almost every time I watch CJ. Is what? Well, you know, we're not sure about his mobility. How's that looking now? Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know what else <laughs> to say. He didn't have to be that mobile at Ohio State because he had three or four pro-wide receivers drop back, and if the first one's covered, throw it to the next pro. <laughs> and he was really, as we know, he was really good at that, but – what what are your other thoughts about this? I just I love the offense. I love the way that it looks. Oh, D'Amico Ryan's and what he's done with this whole team as far as just reinventing the 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 team in just one year. You just can't give that guy enough credit right now. To me, he is obviously just numero uno of coach of the year right now. We said last week that CJ got a concerner for the MVP. Now everyone is seeing Ooh, that same thing that we yeah. see. And, uh, and and it's true. I mean, the dude's playing phenomenal football. And what's cool to me is don't worry about rookie of the year. Actually, give rookie of the year to Tank Dell or somebody else, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Because I, I do think that CJ, with the way that the offense is designed, which is really well balanced too. Devin Singletary had a really good game. Right. Uh, 30 carries. I think he rushed for maybe 120-something, 150 yards. As they would say, he was honking it up in there. He was. Yep. And, and I think that will give CJ the ability – to not get caught up maybe in that, you know, freshman, I mean, rookie fatigue that, you know. I, I do, well, listen, he doesn't take a, a lot of hits. different for the quarterback position, doesn't take too. a lot of hits. No. We're going to talk – we're going to show some of those plays in, at the end of the show yeah. here today. Yeah, we're going to show three and plays of it, CJ. It's phenomenal by him, but I think the thing, reason we want to do it is to show you the – I don't want to say creativity, but they do some simple things that nobody else in the NFL I see it with. Am right. I right or wrong? So it's really cool. That's that's the reason why we wanted to show a little more of CJ, just to show you how it works in the NFL and how they kind of go against the grain in situations and what they call. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and, and it's the one thing that I love about it is it's simple formations, it's simple pass concepts, a lot of two man routes. You highlighted this on on your on Sunday. yeah on Sunday with your CBS crew, and it's great because it's. It's aggressive play calling, oh, but man. it's easy for the quarterback because he's separated from the line of scrimmage, and it really is just a one, two, three type of read, right? right. It's uh, it's uh, that Mardi Gras read, as we would say in Atlanta, top down, top so down. to speak. I don't get it. <laughs> it's okay. It's just over your head. Anybody so. get that? Y'all get that top down? What the <laughs> hell? Oh, you mean pull the top down? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go, player. Ooh. So uh, it's a it's a simple read for the quarterback. 
and it takes advantage of what he does extremely well, standing tall in the pocket, but he's a great athlete. He can make people miss when he has space like that. He has a strong arm. He can push the football down the field. And, you know, guys like Noah Brown now could be really highlighted with simple route running and, and get open in space. Well, their idea, uh, like I said, we're going to show the plays, but their wide receivers have to be highlighted. Yeah. And their idea is just run. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's no sharp cuts. It's just run full speed. You know, whatever they do, they just bend it and run. And um, they're, they're receiving – and their offensive line, I, I can't say enough about what they're doing For on sure. offense. And you know what? It's going to – they're going to have to keep changing. Why? Because everybody's going to start copying some of these concepts in place. Well, these are concepts that I had shared with you that, yeah. that Bobby Slowick definitely has taken some of this stuff away from what he learned with Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers. And what's great is that Kyle and them don't do that stuff anymore. They don't run any of those type of concepts. Yeah. One, because they have a different skill different group. group. So they can do different things and, and highlight their quarterback in a unique way. But these are plays that have been tried and true. I mean, this is what made Matt Schaub an all-pro quarterback right. in Houston, these type of plays. Uh, so it's, it's a great offense design. The ability to run the football like they've had makes it, uh, I think, an easier look to consistently for some of these play-action passes for a young quarterback to know. When we're running the football well, you're probably going to get quarters or cover three or some sort of three-deep rotation, and it makes it an easy read for him to play fast and aggressive. Well, the other thing is we're going to talk about this a little later. Just, yeah. you know, we're going to, you know. Uh, you love teasing things. Well, yeah, and I want them because, <laughs> you know, in case they don't like what they're hearing now, just wait. More's coming. Uh, but, no, we're going to talk about the rookie quarterbacks and just explain yeah. to you what's going on with all the rookie quarterbacks, which I think is – important I uh, want to talk about it and right. kind of highlight stuff for fans out there that go well our rookie quarterback's not doing what CJ does and well okay right. yeah but it's, a, it's just a lot we're gonna, we got a lot what, of good things what do you to talk think about. about Joe Burrow though real quick Thought oh I, well? I want to talk man yeah his to me his only mistake was he was throwing uh, the pass down the seam which you know there's a margin of error of about one percent and he just missed it yeah and the interception that was huge and we saw Tyler Boyd, you know, he dropped a touchdown pass. Mm -hmm. There's always plays when you look at all these games and you go back to them. But dropping an easy pass. And Joe Burrow, he doesn't miss these throws. But it it was, you know, it was a gamble. Not a gamble. It wasn't even a gamble. He just missed it a little high. When you miss high in the NFL, we know what. It's always trouble. Yeah. So, But otherwise, I thought he played really well. His movement was tremendous. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it's the TV, how they shoot it in Cincinnati. But I said this to you earlier. Damn, he's a big man. He is. He, is he so – and I tell people that. I said he's like six, three and a half, six four, and I said he's really kind of, you know, thick. And people go, really? Yeah, he's built strong. They sure. think it – I think people perceive him to be like six foot or I don't know what they do. Right. But they're shocked when I tell him how big he is. Yeah. Because no, I go out there and point. stand next to him when they warm up and – in the championship game, I go out there, yep, he's a big dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. And he plays strong. He does. He, does. he plays very strong. And so what just, we got next? So one, one little unsung hero from that game, oh, right? Because yeah. we kind of just reviewed the game, so we're not going to go back to All it right, later, is, uh, is Sheldon Rankins. Five total tackles on the day, five solo tackles, excuse me, three sacks and two tackles for loss. And then the two guys that had the interception, DeAndre Houston Carson with the interception, then Shaquille Griffin, excuse me, in the end zone for the second interception on Joe Burrow. So those three casts, but specifically Sheldon Rankins, I think, just having a phenomenal year he in that D'Amico Ryan's defense. I mean, that was just a bull. 
You know, he was he's a true tush hog. You know what I mean? He can if he gets you in the right position as an offensive lineman, you are going backwards. Yeah. And so that the big one of the things I always write every single week as I do the games and get ready for the weekend is that I just go the pass rush. You know, Houston, they like to it's San Francisco. We're going to play it somewhat simple behind, but we want our pass rush to win. Well, that doesn't really work. They're not ready in that that um, space right now. Yeah. And two things. They got a pass rush against Joe Burrow at big times, and they blitzed more than I've seen them blitz. I didn't look at the stats. I'm just saying off the just my – Yeah, what you watch. watched. Yeah, they I played watched, aggressive. Said, wow. Yeah, they tried to force his and hand. I think it caught Cincy by surprise. I Which do. is good. And that's yeah. why, you know, again, we want to make sure that, you know, D'Amico Ryans, he's got to be one of those guys in consideration oh. for Coach of the Year, well, uh, it, no matter what their final record is. But just the way that – the whole culture of the team has already done just a complete 180 in such a short period of time. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get a chance to talk about a little more what, what he's done with the football team when we do the quarterbacks. Definitely. The rookie quarterback. So it's really cool. So Will Levis, Baker Mayfield. Right. Tennessee Titans versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good football game. And, uh, you know, I want to start with Baker. I feel sure. like Baker, Baker. Is, is playing great football. Man. He's playing really tough football. He's being athletic. He's gritty. And you said something interesting, too. You believe that Baker has really kind of figured it out, like Absolutely. who he is as a person, as a leader. You think that he's kind of straightened up a little bit, too. He's not so much of a, uh, I don't know, Yeah, maybe not so much of a punk as he was in that's Cleveland. Good, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's a strong word. but I It's think a it's, strong word, but no, you know no, what I mean. It's you know right. I mean? Yeah. It's right. And I've noticed it, his energy on the field. I can tell he's the leader of the team by watching the games. I've listened to some of his interviews. I go, wow. And he even kind of admits that, yeah, yeah, you know, that yeah. he's changed. And but I even said this, too, on TV, that he is he is ripping it right now. He is. You, you know, you're a thrower and all that. There are stages where just parts of a season you go, man, I can throw any throw. Yeah. And the window could be this big, and I'm going to rip it through there. Because you you control the ball so well, that's him. Good touch, and we laughed about this. He can't throw a football that's hard enough. <laughs> oh, God, that was hard. But wait till the next one. I'm gonna throw it harder. <laughs> right. and, and he's a downfield thrower, so he's not gonna complete 69% of his passes because he's gonna take shots with those big receivers down the field. He is. But, and Mike Evans been has been awesome for him, and, and he's and he's fearless. That's really what's so fun about watching him. He's yes. so fearless in the way that he approaches the game. And, and this is another guy like Joe Burrow and C.J. Stroud. I mean, just his toughness in the pocket tough is hell. undeniable. The dude just hangs in there with the best of them, and he can really do a great job of of really making a lot of plays when they're not there to be had. You know, so and I think that's something that, of course, with Tom Brady, those plays were missing the past two years because yeah. he's not as mobile, right? And uh, and Baker, I think, has really done a great job of kind of making some of those plays for them and keeping them in games when, when plays necessarily weren't there or designed to be there. You must have listened to me on Sunday. I said some of this stuff. That was <laughs> yeah, I listened no, to you but on you, mute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, um, he's moving well in the pocket, and he's getting out of the pocket, and he, I think he's got it still, when he moves out of the pocket, still has a powerful arm and can make those plays. And so, Baker, good for him. Yeah, so definitely. And now, ahead, give me some Will, Will, Levis. Will Levis. Go ahead. What, what are your first No, you thoughts? do it. You know what? I didn't get a chance to really watch him as close as you did. Okay. Because on Sundays, you know how it goes. But I got a chance. I looked over Baker last night. But Will Levis, it was just so quick. I didn't get a great feel for it. And I asked you, and your evaluation was better than mine 
off the top of my head, so I trust yours. Just watching uh, as someone who played the position, not very well, not as well as these other guys, right, But and not as well as you, you know, is I just feel like he's still just a little stiff when I watch him yeah, play. Yeah, he is. That's who he, he is. He's just real rigid, you know, when he's in the pocket. And like Baker, like CJ, like Joe Burrow, you know, there's a certain – you know, sway that they have in the pocket where sudden reaction, someone pops open, like, oh, I can go and move. You know, I got to move in the pocket. You know, it's just, it's a little bit more graceful right now. Even when they're in a rush, it's graceful. Exactly. There it's, it definitely is. There's a certain grace to them when they're playing. And I feel like right now, like Will Levis, he's a little bit like the Terminator. He's like, ah, 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 you know, like every (laughs) rep is, you know, just very machine-like and stiff. And I just think that as he watches more guys, competing against them, yeah. watching film of the other teams and how they're playing, he's going to start to say to himself, yeah, like I should start to look and, and play a little bit more like these guys, which he, is so common. He will. You, yeah. you know, and, and I always – I say this all the time, but it's so true. Year one, let's just – you know, and I even wrote it down. I don't want to get too much into Will Levis. Yeah. That it's going to struggle. They might take him out again. Right. So What? Then put him back in at the end of the year, and mm-hmm. then we go through the offseason, and we hopefully you have the guy that's ready to go. Right. And, you know, he will loosen up. You learn just having that rhythm is so much a part of being a really good thrower. Now, he's, he's throwing and doing what he does because that's who he is. But that doesn't mean it stays that way. Yeah. And I always say it. You get better throwing in the NFL from year one to year two. That's true. You And if you don't, then good luck. You're in trouble. And, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. got to be the guy. And we talked about him last week some. You got to make all the routine throws, and then you got to make a few special throws. Mm-hmm. So, to me, still, what little I got to really study, uh, still missing some routine throws. Yeah. And which you just can't do in this league. Right. The, you know, the margin of error, which we saw, every damn game was a field goal. Yeah. Here it comes. So, but it's – I'm impressed, though, still so far. No, he's done well, and, and yeah, it's kind of hard to match what he did when he came in relief as, as the backup in that situation, came in and played great against the Atlanta Falcons. A little different when it's like your show every day of the week and then leading into the oh, game. Yeah. A little different adrenaline. Uh, there's de- a little different demand of you, obviously, in those situations where when you go in relief, you just go in there like, yeah, hey. What do I got to lose? Let's just cut it loose. You know, let's just yeah. play and have fun. You don't have time to think. That you're, you're, you're right. You don't have time to think. So uh, he's he's getting baptized in a good way, and we see that he does have the ability to be a really good My player. last thing would be yeah. coaches. And I, if it doesn't change, and sometimes I blame the player, but I really blame the coaches a lot too. So now he's a different quarterback. Yeah. And I said it, and I'll say it one more time. Man, if I could run like him, oh, I don't like it. I'm running. Yeah. I mean, don't don't try to read four guys. Go one, two, and then if there's a gap, go. Yeah. Trust and your instincts and just play. Absolutely. Yeah. A great example, Russell Wilson last night. Played great. Playing really way. careful and not going to take a chance. And as soon as he saw a little gap, he ran through it. And, uh, you know, Russell looked like he took about three years off his life yeah. last night. He no, looked you're right. Trimmer, quicker. And I thought, again, we talked about it already. He yeah, played really, but you're really right. Well. It's a tremendous impact, too, and coaching in that same scenario for him as well. Let's discuss now Cleveland and Baltimore. Oh, baby. Oh, baby is right. What, what, what are some of your first initial reactions to this football game? My, mine, really quickly, is, damn, I thought Baltimore was going to just 
road grade him. I, I thought too. they were going to crush him. Yeah. I, I thought it was just going to be a total blowout. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just crazy how tough this Cleveland Browns football team is. Deshaun Watson played extremely tough, hung in there, made a lot of good throws, made a lot of good scrambles in important oh my gosh. moments. And uh, he's another guy that if he could just kind of keep doing that for this team with that defense, they're a problem. Yeah, the defense caught on to Baltimore uh, when they caught him in certain situations. The Cleveland defense, man-to-man uh, -man coverage is really good. Yeah, yeah they're going to get beat some and all that, but that really lights up the fact that they can now uh, blitz what they want to. But, you know, when you have Miles Garrett out there running around, that's just one thing. And <laughs> right. he, He's really unbelievable. He is. Have you ever met him? I have not. Oh, my God. It's it's like he's got legs on that come out of his shoulder. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And I saw him once. I he said, is a creative player in Madden, you know, where you're just oh, like, you yeah? know, like size, speed, strength, 100, Miles you know, Garrett. like. I said to him once, when you go out around in Cleveland in normal clothes, do people recognize you? He goes, now, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. He goes, you know, I'm. I don't know what he is, six, five and a half. He's probably the heavyweight champion of the world if he was a boxer. Yes, he that's, would be. That's really what it comes down to. The dude is just a yeah. phenomenal athlete. But you, I'll, I'll just do this real quick. Cleveland, the thing about them, Deshaun Watson, they haven't, and I say this all the time, that they they are being smart. They're not just going, we're going to throw it every down because we got Deshaun. Yeah. They still, Jerome Ford. Played my, great. Oh, my gosh. Played I mean, great. I, and Kevin Stefanski. He, he's a run-first coach, I think. That's the way he's been in his career. And Brian Callahan, too. Brian Cal – oh, no, not Brian. Um, Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan. Excuse me, sorry. Yeah, maybe one of the greatest O-line yeah. coaches in the history of the NFL. But they run the ball well. They're an unbelievable screen team. And, and the other thing is, too, Deshaun scrambles. But there are a lot of times – and I heard this before the year as I talked to some people in Cleveland, and it's true. Man, they're looking for hammer throws. Yeah. They are trying to get the ball down the field. And David Njoku has been awesome. Amari Cooper. They need to get him the football more. Yeah, they do. I don't get it. Uh, they, they, but, they need to create a little bit more for him. You know, and especially to a tight end like him and screen games. Oh, he's Some of those gadget plays, too. I'm also surprised that they don't run – more creative design boots and nakeds, you know, with their offense. And, yeah. and, and even do some of the things that we like from what we've seen from with, with Houston and C.J. Stroud. So maybe that'll be something that they'll they'll sprinkle into their yeah, offense. Yeah, you got to blend into goes. that. You know, the season's going. You, you just got to be who you are. You're right. And they still run it up in there. And, you know, you're right, Deshaun. Oh, my gosh. It, it's awesome to watch. It's fun to watch. But there comes a time the coach got, you know, we love what you're doing. But can we be just a little more careful? <laughs> right. Or just protect himself, I too. Mean, He's so reckless with the sometimes. Do we have to break, sometimes. try to break every tackle? You know, you're you're straight-arming defensive tackles. That <laughs> I, usually I know. <laughs> but he's doing it pretty effectively and sometimes. He, that's what's crazy. Well, you know, maybe that's why he, he looks, to me, noticeably bigger. Yeah. And I don't mean that as a derogatory thing, but that strength shows sometimes. And I've seen it all year long. I think the worst one I saw at him was when he played Pittsburgh early in the year. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, give up. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but Protect yourself yeah. in the next so, play. And his throwing is getting better. I saw a couple in the game. I went, man, you know, we, we talked about it. I'm not going to get into it. But, you know, as you keep playing and he's now getting into rhythm of being the quarterback again, yeah. uh, Cleveland's going to be tough. And then Newsom with the pick six late in that game. Yeah. That was a huge play.
Miles Garrett, one and a half sacks, one tackle for a loss, but his impact is tremendous on the football field. And then Owusu Koromora, again, is just yeah, he's so phenomenal. Um, and he's got some of the coolest pregame fits too. You know, oh, really? You ever see some of his outfits? No. They're they're so awesome. And and yeah, it's it's part of his culture too. Um, but they they really are uh, amazing. And well, and he's just an awesome football player, man. And well, Jim Schwartz, he's he's got a great defensive crew. He's crazy. And with this offense and their ability to run the football, Deshaun, you know, being more consistent and, and staying healthy and on the field, the Browns are maybe a legit contender. And, you know, Dominique, Dominique Foxworth, too, today what mentioned Miles Garrett for MVP. So there you go. Another non-quarterback guy. I would listen. Right. Still taking the field? Listen. I am. <laughs> I would love to see somebody besides a quarterback win it. Me too. Just for the NFL and for the players. I agree. I mean, and we really should just have quarterback of the year award or quarterback MVP. So you could still say it's so an MVP. Now who's the other MVP? And yeah. then who's the, who's the NFL MVP? We got to yeah. separate the two. Cause it's just people talk about it, but tradition, this is what we've always done. Yeah. Throw it's it hard. out the door. I don't care. It, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, I think it's true. It's right for the players. It I is. Really do. It is. Cause and, we got to start to appreciate more of what the game is offering right now instead of just, you know, and, 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 and we're two quarterbacks saying that man. What I know <laughs> I, this is way, I don't want to get off script too much, but man, it's the golden era for the, these pass rushers. We got shotgun, and we're going to spread it out. <laughs> right. And then they just go, oh, okay, this, yeah. is a, this is a quick avenue. to the, I mean, it really is true. And you talked about it, and we talked about it, I don't know, two episodes. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of coordinators, ah, yeah, we got to spread. We got to get – we can't – I can't keep the tight end and block. I need him out here in the flat for a two-yard gain. <laughs> it, you know, but really think about it, it's absurd. Yeah. And that's one of the things we're going to show about Houston. Right all the things they do to make sure their quarterback's not getting hit. <laughs> yeah, one of them, though, you'll see later. Well, yeah. They didn't do a great job of it, but we'll get into that in a second. It's not a game of perfection, the, uh, Yeah, I know, but you'll see exactly what I mean when but we get, show that play Real quick, what do you think about – I'm going to say this about Baltimore. Lamar Jackson has managed games, I think, really well. And, you know, when in doubt, he likes to check it down. Mm -hmm. And I said this, uh, just not to repeat myself all the time, but that 70% completion percentage, that's – he wants it. Yeah. You know, I said it too. He, he, he's validated himself as a runner in history. Now he wants to validate himself as a true big-time po – not pocket passer, but thrower the football and do yeah. all that. And that number at the end of it, you know, that 70 is a big deal, I think. And if you get close to it, you know, every once in a while you got to think about that when you get those moments where you got to check it down, as I talk about all the time, then take advantage of that. But uh, it, was, it was tough on Lamar. I know OBJ had the great play. Yep. But I thought, I thought no, second half, it was it was it a was different tough. game. Yeah, it was a different game early so. on, though. You're right. You're like, man, they're going to roll with it. But after that, uh, credit to the Cleveland Browns hanging in there and, and, and coming back. All right. We're going to go to the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles. Ran uh, no, oh. excuse me. The Los Angeles Chargers, Chargers. game. Yeah. San Diego Chargers. I could sing that song, you know. Yeah, we all can. It was so play, bad. Well, no, I know, but I played against Dan Fouts, and they beat us like 40-something to three. Super Chargers. Hell, he would throw a touchdown pass. I'm over there singing it with him. <laughs> I told Dan Fouts once, as I ran out there, he had fumbled the ball. Yeah. And we, like I said, 1980, we were terrible. And he was yelling at the ref. I said, get off the field. You know, kind of just being funny. Right. And he turned to me. Looked at me. Turned to me. Well, yeah, that was yeah, so yeah. country. Well, I was, I was country back then. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you, he laid me out. Did he? Oh, it was awesome. I was like, oh, my God, that was a great With tyrant. his great 70s beard still hanging oh, yeah. in the 80s. But the words were awesome. 
he cursed and did it all right. It was so easy. Yeah, I knew he was it a vet. I knew it wasn't the first time he ever did it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was you know, a vet. He used, yeah, whatever. I won't get into all that. But, yeah, the Chargers and, and Detroit. Yeah. Detroit ran the ball. They threw it with great efficiency. Uh, all those big names with the Chargers on defense didn't work or whatever. Jared Goff, I thought, was really good once again. Mm -hmm. And you just can't say it enough. Their play-action game, wow, does it fit him. It fits him so great, and he takes advantage of it. And, and then, too, the other thing is, I don't know if I – but the team, how they feel about Jared Goff and how the coaches feel about him and the front office, I think it's a big deal. He knows they love him. Right. And, uh, you know, he just plays with a great spirit and, and – uh, just in many ways, a great, uh, a tremendous job by Detroit. Even Dan Campbell at the end, I don't mean to say even, did an awesome job of managing the game. Yeah, go ahead. What, what, what about that situation? Well, I can't that remember you love the so exact much. times. It was fourth and two. Yep. Could they kick the field goal? It was going to leave time on the clock right. for the um, Chargers. And if you watch Justin Herbert, one missile after another, I mean, he's, he's the most powerful thrower of the football in the NFL. Definitely. And he made throws and big plays in that game that, Honestly, nobody else in the NFL can make it. Nobody. Right. But so Dan Campbell knew that. His defense, it's much, much better this year. Stopping the run. But it's, I heard one of them say, hey, man, he's in the pocket. You got to look out for the home run. He goes, you know what? When he rolls out, you got to look out for the home run. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that's what you deal with. So Dan Campbell, really good job there. They make the kick with no time on the clock game. Yeah, over. and it was a conversion to uh, Laporta, I believe, for like – Little game, six yeah, yards. Maybe, yeah, was it six yards? How's and then, he doing, Sam? And then they kicked the field goal with two seconds left right. on the clock. Uh, so that sealed the game for them. But you're right. I mean, Laporta, he is awesome. Oh, my Th gosh. Their draft class in general, it seems like they hit a home run Branch this year. the safety. Yep. Campbell, the linebacker. You know, I, I, Who's starting to play more and be more of an impact out there. Anzalone, the, the free agent's doing a great job, too, of what he's done there. He knew Aaron Glenn, the yep. D coordinator. Yeah, I was just going to say about uh, Jack Campbell, the linebacker. You know, he went, comes from Iowa, so they scrimmage every day out there. Right. I looked at Iowa this past weekend a little bit against Rutgers. They got a lot of NFL football players oh on that defense God, side of football. Oh, my God, do they ever? Yeah. And, and uh, two of the guys are in the secondary. Dang. Yeah. But Jack Campbell, is, I said it to Bill Cower. He said it on the air. He did. I said, he's the modern-day Jack Lambert. Right, right. He goes, I like oh. that. No, and he goes, oh, that's good. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. got excited about and that. And then one. he said it on the air, and I go, well, hell, couldn't you give me some credit there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but go ahead. What were you going to say? I mean, I, I think, what, what do you got to say else about the game? I no, I, I think you encapsulated it perfectly. It's really, it, it's, again, another situation for every fan, us included, where just when we start to buy in, to the Chargers a little bit, they they play like that, you know. And, and just when you start to buy into like, yeah, they got a lot of talent on defense, you know, all this stuff. And just they, they give up too many big explosive plays. Oh, that's who I wanted to highlight too. Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, you got it. I just started. Oh, my gosh. He's an unsung hero. He is another unsung hero. Nobody not, talks about him. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's mentioned, but he's not mentioned in that, that no. class of receivers Dude is is amazing yeah. what he does. His route running is so clean. He is he's looking for he's he's another guy. He's like he's looking to score. He's looking to hit the home run every time right. he catches the football. And, and there was a few times, man, did he look fast in that football field, turning up the sideline on one of them. <laughs> he was flying down the sideline. Hey, look, he was raised 
to be a professional football yeah. player. Yeah. Did you ever see the documentary or whatever? I have that? seen it, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. The dad, take your vitamins. Let's go lift weights. Right. <laughs> the dad was <laughs> a Sounds professional. like somebody I know. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, that was really cool. I'm glad yeah. you brought him up because I was going to. Very so. cool. So, it just uh, big fans of Detroit and what they're doing. The Chargers, again, reinforcing why, you know, we just get frustrated with them. And moving on now. It's just, I, listen, <laughs> I've said this many times. I give up. I just <laughs> I give up because um, I keep I keep picking them, and I got to eat it. You're right. So, but go ahead. Let's let's rip through a few. I don't want to take too long. That's right. You did pick them this last week. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars yeah. versus San Francisco 49ers. Right. Quick takeaway from that game: pass rush by the 49ers. Whoa. When they can rush the passer, then their secondary with the speed, the linebackers, then you're in big trouble. Yeah. And they, I think they got five sacks. Is that right? Yes. They got five sacks, so that that was really working. And really, that's the game because I knew the 49ers were going to move the ball and make big plays against Jacksonville's defense. The 49er offensive line, I thought, overall played really well. And Trent Williams, I, I, I can't get this out of my head, he pulled and went outside once. I went, oh, my God, he's fast, he, and he just trucks them. It's, he is the best that left tackle that was my two – the one thing that I, I really noticed with this football game is just how important Debo Samuel and Trent Williams are to the success of this football right. team. When they were out, that's where I feel like the offense, Brock Purdy, all those question marks started coming up. Debo is a huge part of this football team, the attitude that they play on the offensive side of the football, the physicality that they can play, and then also, too, the flexibility they have offensively. Changes, yeah. When he's out there with Juszczyk, with McCaffrey, you know, with Brandon Ayuk and Kittle, it's very difficult for you to call certain defenses because that's a group that can run the ball really effectively yeah. on you. But then they line up in these spread formations, the shifts and the motions, and it's really hard to kind of tee off on the passer because you just want to make sure that you kind of cover all of your base in those situations. So Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, to me, just uh, the, the two missing pieces during that three-game losing streak right. totally changes their whole attitude of their football but you, team. You're right. Trent Williams looked incredible. Debo Samuel Looked fast. Yeah. Who else looked fast? Christian McCaffrey, the week off. He looked refreshed. Definitely. Yeah. And there was one more, George Kittle. I mean, wow. Yeah. He, you know, he caught the one, but you can see how their body kind of changed with that week off. Yeah, definitely. So it's two weeks between games, man. They were healthy and they had, uh, I'll be nice, but they had a lot of gasoline in the tank. <laughs> they did. And they, they were, did. they were. And now Chase Young on the opposite side of Nick Bosa. Whole new, yeah. It, it gives, it, it's just, it's a, there's a lot of one-on-one -on -one matchups now if you're going to drop back and pass the football. And, and now guys like Hardgrave, yeah, he Farrell, kinda, he, you he know, came out. they're going to start to get more opportunities in one-on-one -on -one situations right. versus guards because of this situation. So it's pretty cool uh, that that trade is going to really pay uh, dividends for them. Um, okay. Yeah, that's enough for that yeah, one. It I think is. Jacksonville, they'll be disappointed when they watch the film because I yeah. think they were they had opportunities to make it a game and never they just took advantage. Never took advantage of them, and uh, it's good little little punch in the chin for them to kind of yeah. realize like, all right, we're maybe we're not quite there yet as far as the yeah. the top of uh, of the NFL elite. Um, Pittsburgh Green Bay. Pittsburgh Green Bay. Yeah, go ahead. You start with this one. This is really easy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just this typical Pittsburgh. And the formula is great. Can they win the Super Bowl with this formula? I would say probably not. But everything we do on offense is for one reason, just to protect our defense. Right. That's it. Run the ball, 
throw screens, short passes, rollouts. Yeah. And they did it all, no turnovers. And uh, sooner or later, I mean, I think he only threw for about 125 yards in this football game. They, as I say, they drag you down into the muck. <laughs> and once they drag your ass down there, it's over. It is. And I know it was close at the end. Jordan Love, I thought, played better. I've really been watching him a lot because I think he needs to – I won't get into it too much, but he needs to play well the rest of this year or show him that he really is the guy. Yeah, he's got to solidify himself He's got to do that. Definitely. Go ahead. What was Jalen Warren, 15 carries, 101 yards. Dude was running angry and, and did a great job. He's and, fast. And, and yeah, he's fast. That's right. And, and that's what – you're right. Like, just the style of play, you think, yeah, you can't keep replicating this. You can't do it every week. And, yeah, yeah, and you here can. they are doing it. Yeah. You can when that's the who you are. <laughs> right. They and have no choice. They have to do this. It's, and that's it. Yeah. Mike yeah. Tomlin, this is, I mean, everything. It's lit, They play to their defense. I, I did that. And, you know, we had our defense, and I wasn't great at it because, oh, God, I shouldn't have taken that chance. <laughs> right. I'll never forget. I threw an interception once, not to tell these. And I was walking <laughs> off the field. I was upset. Lawrence Taylor really just goes, hey, man. Don't even worry about it. We're going to get it back for you in better field position. <laughs> and it, he did. <laughs> it got, I threw the interception like at midfield, and we got the ball on their own 40 when we went out there on offense. Oh, so they got crazy. it back. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But go ahead. Uh, but, you know, yeah. the Pittsburgh, two good running backs. Nothing yeah. like it. You're Give right. them, they, keep, they stay fresh during the game. Najee Harris had a good game. He did. He's running hard. But Jalen Warren's the guy that can break it and get you a 40- and 50-yard run. Yeah, which is, which is great. And then just want to ask you a quick question, go. too. The New England Patriots, what do you think that they should do? We know their problems, obvious, on the field. We don't even have to discuss that right now. Yeah, right? I mean, I, would, I always say this to me. Tell me the unit that's really – well, their defense can have moments where their they play really well. Their defense can hang in there. Yeah. The Maybe offense, not enough studs, Not like in past. You know, especially in – yeah, not like the group that we mentioned in oh, previous shows yeah. and how talented they were. People forget. I mean, my God, it was all – Yeah, they had superstars on every, superstars. every level of the field. But they, what, what is, I guess – what would you do if you were Robert Kraft this offseason? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's early. I just can't imagine he'll tell Bill Belichick that it's over. Yeah. Uh, they, it's, uh, but it's tough. You know, and I, I'll just do this. Watching the game, I just went, is this game on a loop? <laughs> and I'm like, really? I'm serious. I know what you mean. Yeah. Is it on a loop? Yeah. I see this every week. Yeah. Well, New England's got the ball. They got to drive 78 yards, 80 yards. If they score, they win. Or this and that. And you know, it had it did work. I forgot who they beat. They've now. been close to bringing teams into the muck like the Pittsburgh Steelers. They just don't get it done. And they it, the drive has to be such perfection. Yeah. There's nobody makes a big play. It just seems like they don't break the run, and they can't do these things because they don't have the guys. So they got to nitpick it. And I mean, it takes it's like. You got eight minutes to go. Are we going to score before the clock runs out? Yeah, right. So you know that's. I know you're asking me, will there be a little restructuring in the front office? That'll be interesting. I would say yes. It has to be. There's nothing like you know. No one respects you know course. Bill Belichick more than than our family does in yeah. that regard and what he's done and you know all the stories that we've heard through the years and sure. his Bill Parcells moments too with you and the Giants. I mean, this guy's won eight Super Bowls, so. We know how great of a coach he is. I was with him for 13 years with the Giants. Yeah. And I think it was 13. And he would always ask me coming off the field about the opposing quarterback because it was always windy in Giant Stadium. And, of course, you knew what I say. Ah, he, 
he's going to play like crap in his win. <laughs> right. And Belichick go, yeah, I know it. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I think our conversation was the same every time because he that wind, whatever, yeah. and he would want to. That was like the 12th man for your defense back in the day. Yeah, it was really for our football team because, right. as I always tell people, I said, look, I knew I was going to play average. The other quarterback hadn't figured it out yet. <laughs> right. So I was, my expectations were lower. Yeah. But, no, but Bill, just so many details that he would – do for the defense and for the offense, even for me, mm-hmm. tell me things and stuff. Uh, so he's got an unbelievable mind. I hope he does somehow. There's somebody out there he can get and that he trusts and they can be together and see if they can change this football team with free agents draft and all that. Yeah. And then get back in this again, because I think when new England's in it, we, we all seem to like the NFL more. I would love to see them get, you know, maybe a younger type of GM in there, you know, that Bill trusts. Yeah. You know, even if it was Mike Lombardi, you know, get him off his podcast and bring him up there. And well, be he the, was there. The GM, you know, they, but just. They let him go. Need more. <laughs> right. Well, bring him back. Yeah. We, I know. I, know, I didn't want to. But uh, need more offensive skill players. Yes. Need to focus on just getting more speed and more dynamic on the offensive side of the football need to be more creative in the offensive side of the football, I think, a little bit too. Uh, we'll discuss the quarterback later on here in a second. Yeah. See that I teased, uh, just yeah, like right, you do right. all the time. And it, it just let Bill focus on the defense. Let him do what he does as far as uh, evaluating what he needs for his defense specifically. Let someone else take the reins, though, with the offensive side of the football, the quarterback, the skill groups, and then Bill can build around those things because I think that's really what's missing from them. Absolutely. He's great at what he does. He's great at calling defense. He's great at scheming up against some of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the game. Let him do that. Give him the guys that he thinks he needs to do on that side of the football. Other than that, that's it, Bill. I'm going to take care of the offense for you. Yeah. You know, and, and I'll build the offense out. Yeah, it'll be great. I, I, I hope it works out that way. I just want to give a little rundown. So the rookie QBs, we want to talk about them. Let's do it. And put them on. But then we're going to kind of go into what teams need, uh, what teams would draft a what quarterback. What teams would draft high. a QB. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when we say draft a QB, we're talking about somebody in the first round and maybe even. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a franchise quarterback. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, and, well, let's, and let's do the rookie QBs. I'll let you start. Let's, let's go we'll ahead. Jump in there. Let's, let's start just, with Anthony, Anthony Richardson. Let's do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, a small sample size. Yep. But what we saw in that sample size looks pretty good. Yep. I think he'll be able to have the skill set that'll fit the NFL extremely well. It'll be unique, too, to what Indianapolis wants to do. Believe they have the coach to do it, who's done it before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought there was moments where we say, okay, yeah, there's that inexperience as a passer. Yeah, who cares? Hasn't done enough. Yeah, yeah didn't really care is right. No. But you saw the physical attributes where – you know, he's borderline maybe one of the top five best athletes on the football field, even as a rookie in a lot of the games yeah. that he played in. And that's something to be said. And I feel like he made a lot of wow throws in a very short period of time. And it looked like he was in that, you know, he was going to have his, you know, fair share of lumps during the season. But he was also going to have a, a lot of, you know, good little victories, too, for a young quarterback as a rookie. Uh, you know, very well said. I'm sold already. I was sold after a couple games. <laughs> yeah. I was sold. I was too. I was you know, too. Th- this way. Well, Chase, we liked him too in the offseason for yes. the draft prep. So we, I think it caught me by surprise is that his decision-making was good. It was. And his throwing, his accuracy was good. I mean, he threw some footballs into tight spots like, oh, oh, completion. Because he just <laughs> could throw it so hard. But, you know, in the pros, they can handle it or whatever. And uh, I, was, I loved that. And Shane Steichen was all in. 
He wasn't going to like, oh, let's be careful. Well, you're right. Yeah, he, he, he was He, he was, was going to let it fly. He was going to let it fly. And it was going great. And they were, you know, there's Gardner Minshew to play, whatever. They had it. If they had to switch him in a little bit, who cares? But I, I wish it was more experience, but I think it might be just enough where he's had all this time to think about it and everything. And in the offseason, I think we'll see even yeah. a much better version next year. when Kind of can it, reshape his game on, like, what worked, what didn't work. Now yeah. watching Garner and what he's doing on a week-to-week basis, what what works for him, how can I make that, you know, help my own game. So, and listen, he did point. get hurt running, but as I say – and I say all the time, when you run the football as a quarterback in the NFL, if it's in front of you, you don't get surprised. You don't get blindsided. But he got hawked from behind. Right. And, you know, he was running out there. I think they were running yeah, the he option. Got, he got pinned. He, he got, got pinned to the ground. Yeah, and he got – you can't see behind you, but you just got to feel that people are chasing you when you're going sideways in the NFL. But uh, I, th- I think the sky's the limit for him, and that was pretty exciting what – little bit he did get to play. And in that comparison, you know, Will Levis, who I said earlier in the show, was like a little stiff and rigid. Right. Never really got that feeling from, from Anthony Richardson. Thought that he already kind of has that that flexibility to oh, move yeah. smoothly in the pocket, to have a flexible arm, to throw from funny angles. So uh, that's another thing that I, I think is really important for him and his development. The next guy that we want to go to is uh, obvious, C.J. Stroud. Well, to me, we're going to show plays, so I'm going to keep it tight, is that um, – D'Amico Ryans, Bobby Slowick, the, Slowick, the offensive coordinator, they just went, let's put it all in. Yeah. And let's go. Right. And it wasn't, oh, we got to be careful and not give him too much and all that, which I don't agree with anymore in the NFL. Yeah. you got to step on the gas and go and give them every bit of experience you can that first year. So year two, we can reshuffle and be better, and he can be better, and we now you can start talking about really making it happen. So – the play selection, the play calling, and I gotta, we got to be honest, right? I, I, I'm, I thought he would do well. I didn't know it was going to be to yeah. this extreme, right? Yeah. No, it's, it's really it's it's kind of hard to, to comprehend how, how good he is. And he yeah. really is probably playing top five quarterback in the NFL right now to me, clearly. I don't think His you have to sit there and think about it. It's, uh, I know. I mean, I, I'm trying to be, you know. I know. We're trying to temper things. Temper things just because he is a rookie, because it is, you know, just past the midpoint of the year and all that. But, man, it's been really impressive, and you're right. Well, He's exceeded like, all expectations. I think, right, just when you were watching the plays, did I, did I catch you by surprise that I, we started looking at some of the plays and the design, or could you already know all this about Houston? As far as what? What they're running on offense. Did you know when we we picked out the plays? I was showing you. Did you? Yeah, go- like when you when you showed me some of those plays that you wanted to highlight this weekend. That that's again, I, I just see an extension of what he learned. Oh yeah, you know from yeah. Kyle. So all that stuff, the touchdown that we reviewed last week. You know that was a play that I had seen run millions of times to Julio Jones and Mohamed Sanu and right. you know okay. some of those guys. So it was. Uh, to me, it's kind of just like, yeah, like it still works. And when you call it in the right, you know, appropriate time in the game, you know, with the right skill group, it's hard to defend those things when you got really good, uh, really good guys executing it. And especially at the quarterback, it's just been, it's been uh, crazy uh, that here, way. Here we go, because we're going to go into, we, so we've hit all three. Now we're going to go to Bryce Young. But before I hit there, yeah, as you see Houston to be the greatest example of this, their offensive line's getting better in pass protection. Why? Because they throw it a lot. Because they're doing it, yeah. And the receivers are tremendous route runners. Yeah. Whatever. Why are they getting good at it? 
because they do it a lot. (laughs) And the design is good. Yeah. So that leads us into. Okay. Yes. What teams need to draft a quarterback? No, 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 no. what, what? We got to go about Bryce Young. We oh, okay. About Bryce. Oh my God, I can't believe I forgot him. Yeah. Jeez, that's what's terrible. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> laughing. At, they're all laughing at your ass back there, going, "He's an idiot." They actually don't no, care. They don't care. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They're, they're falling asleep listening yeah. to us. But yes, go ahead. Well, you want me to start, or you want to do this with Bryce first? <sighs> with Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Okay, so. I think one one takeaway is is that yeah the concerns of his size and his athletic ability and all that kind of stuff all those question marks where it's like oh you know why are you saying that he's clearly the best quarterback all that stuff when you see him on an NFL football field now and if you're being really honest with yourself as a fan and evaluator whatever you can't help but notice he looks small he's not as athletic as people claimed him to be or what we saw in the SEC right. on the NFL field. And I think that's what's most concerning to me too. His arm strength was something that we had questioned a little bit. We thought that it was good, um, but it hasn't been overwhelmingly impressive so far early on this season. Right. And, and just from that, yeah, where would you like to go next? Oh, everywhere. Go ahead. Here we go. Yeah. I'm – listen – we're geniuses because we're not coaching or whatever. Of course, yeah. So we second, let him go, okay? I don't want to – oh, we got to be careful. We don't want to give him too much. Give him too much. Yeah. You know, overload him. Let's really push the buttons. Which is something they did a few weeks ago. They said we were giving him too much because he retained so much information, but now we're going to pull it back, all that kind of stuff, which they, they, they mentioned in – hey. By doing less, you make it easier for the defense. Yeah. You make it harder for you. We're talking, how much have we talked already today about disguises, this play, that play. We're going to show some, uh, uh, you know, here later with C.J. Stroud. You're going to go, wow, my God, you and I can maybe complete some of those passes. Right. So let it go. And I just said it. If you let it go with design and let him play free and aggressive, because you're not going to go to the damn playoffs. <laughs> you know, we know that. Yeah. So everything you do to me from now and all out uh, for the rest of the season, right. it's about getting him and really finding out what he can do on the field and making him feel good about himself and the organization and the team and build it for next year. And But to keep throwing five-yard passes. Oh, yeah, and, I know. And he's in the shot. Did they ever get under the center? Well, that was going to be the point I was just going to make. I mean, can we just – run a little bit more of an old-school NFL offense at times? Can we get under center and just say, we're just going to run the football and be physical at the line of scrimmage? Can we do some of those play-action passes, which we like to see from C.J. Stroud, you know, and even what Will Levis has done in the short period of time yeah. as a starter? Um, it, it just – it looks like uh, let's just copy and paste what he did at Alabama that worked well. And That's what it is. And let's just try to do it in the league. And it doesn't work that way. It wasn't even working that well in Alabama his last year. So I just feel like they need to – rethink their approach as far as building a real offense around him and and stop being so focused on trying to make it easier on him. You're going to make it easier on him by being more versatile, like you're saying. Man, listen, and they're going to, you know, I know this is always part of, oh, we don't want to get him hurt. Look, the one thing I've noticed from him at Alabama and even this year, he knows how to, he he has a self-preservation mode in him. Yeah. He knows when to get. No, he knows how to take care of his body. He's going to take care of it. He knows how to take hits. But, and protect his body. Boy, I sound like Bill Cowher. We do. We've got to get him under center. That's, that's all he talks <laughs> yeah. about. But under the center is more deceptive than anything you can do back there. Oh, I'm going to fake you out. But yeah. you all can see the ball. Oh, 
but when you turn your back, they don't see the ball. A split second of hesitation in the NFL is a big play for the other side, for the offense. For sure. And um, I, I just uh, – I don't know, really know what else to say. I had so many – I don't want to be super, super negative about this, but I want to see Bryce Young. No, I did that for you. So. Yeah, well, that was all right. All right. But I want to <laughs> see it – I just want to see it like I'm seeing with these other guys. Yeah. You know, they're not holding back. Steichen didn't with Anthony Richardson. CJ definitely isn't. And Will Levis, it's not like they're sitting there handing it off constantly – Oh, we're worried. They're not worried about their quarterback. No, they're just playing the game. Trying to make him play. Yeah. And, um, so I hope they, you know, I hope they do this. I would think they would, Matt, especially after that game we saw. Was that a Thursday night against Chicago? Yeah. I mean, boy, that would change me right there. That was – I never turn a game off. And that one, I got close. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. this, it, it, it was there. Yeah. There, was, there had to be other things there. I didn't watch the all-22 tape. But I saw enough on TV that I knew I didn't want to watch it again afterwards. So. Yeah, I hear you. But I hope it works for him. I do. Yeah, there's always time. I've and met him a few he's, times. He's a and great listen, guy. When you're, when you're a first-round draft pick, you're going to get time to learn how to play. You know, it's just That's a great point. You're going to get experience because they got no choice. Yeah. You know, you're married to the hip with the head coach and the GM and, and, and the owner, you know, in a lot of these cases for these franchise QBs. So you're going to get time to, to learn how to figure it and out. It's all, it is. And you say, it's all about him. Yeah. Their whole year is about when it's over, how did we do with the quarterback? Right. right. I mean, no, no I'm serious. It's, it's true. It is true. It's I, true. I think that about every rookie quarterback that's drafted high or gets in there, that's what it is. You know, they, everybody's going to understand the rookie troubles and all how hard it is and all that. So I hope it works out that way. Let's knock it out real quick. We're going to go over the draft, right? Yep. So teams. what teams right now need to draft a quarterback? Numero uno, do the Bears need to draft a quarterback? Well, yes I no? think that the, if they're in position, no matter what, they're going to – I would think they will take the quarterback. Okay. Yes. So you do think that they're yes, going to be I moving think that's, on? Yes. Yep. Okay. Next team, the Patriots. I think they're going to draft a quarterback. Okay. Or, look, or you know, if they don't draft it, they're going to look for one. But I think everybody always prefers to see the draft pick. So we can go forward with that. Okay. So you agree? I, I do. I do. I think they, they do need to kind of make a change at the position or at yeah. least bring in more depth at the position and really make Mac Jones compete because, right. you know, the whole like, oh, he's competing against Bailey Zappi. Yeah, okay. Like, come on, let's really bring in like a, hey. a seasoned vet or somebody. Well, this coming week, I, I, I want to see Mac Jones play again. I don't, I don't you know, I'm just, I'm sorry. No, I, I, yeah. I, I'd rather them go down with the ship with him. Yeah. Than, yeah. Okay. Enough needs to be said there. Giants. Ooh, the Giants, I think so much is going to depend on where, what position they get the draft. And we making eyes. What was that it? was like a company line right there. What? You know, well, you're a former Giant. And, well, what the hell? You know. I, I think it's the truth. <laughs> what, what do you mean? They're going to do something. If they're in the proper position. Well, you know maybe. what I mean. They're not going <laughs> to. If they get tick pin, uh, pick 10 and the, all the top quarterbacks are gone. Well, they got, well we, we got to reach for one. Yeah. You know, so. All right, all right. No, all right. No, I'm just, well, well, go ahead. What are you going to say? I'm just busting your chops. No, I'm with you. All right, the Los Angeles Rams. Me. The Rams need a young quarterback. Totally. And there's enough quarterbacks, and they're bad enough, that they're going to have a chance to do whatever they got to do to get maybe that. They're not going to get Caleb Williams. How many games have the Rams won? I can't even think off the top of my head. Three? Mm, yeah, I think three. Somewhere? Well, whatever. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, so they might I, – I would be really surprised that they're not in the market to try to get one. Matt Stafford is going to play another year after this year. Yeah, and so, now Green Bay Packers. What do you I think? I think it's up in the air. Yeah. I think Jordan Love has got a – I said it earlier, I think he's got a show. And, you know, I do – I will say this about Jordan Love. I love a little bit of his personality on the field. He's got a little um, 
got a little red ass in him. Yeah. And I like that. But it, the, the throwing does have to get better. Yeah. It's better than it was when he came into the league. Stop trying to be Aaron Rodgers. Let it go. Throw it. I get mean, through the damn throw. Get your ass in that ball. Stop trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, Pause. I'm being serious. You know, to be these really good throwers that's in the league, they get their body into the throw. Well, just and, you know, stop trying to, like, oh, place it perfect the way, you know, just cut it loose. Yeah. Let it go just a little bit more. That's be all. Be Nolan Ryan, man. Here comes the fastball. Some of the college QBs, though, that you really like that oh. we're going to highlight here just for a quick second. Yeah, go ahead. Is obviously Caleb Williams. Yep. Um, really like what he's done. You know, still want to see him actually, like, play the position a little bit more, like, yeah. a, in a traditional sense. You know, I don't think that the way that he plays at UC, USC right now will be – uh, the way that he can play or survive in the NFL, well, there's I know no chance it's not of that. possible. Yeah. So it's just going to be, you know, how quickly does he adapt to that style of play? But he is a phenomenal player, uh, a phenomenal playmaker, yeah. and, uh, you know, one of the more flexible arms in, in the draft, too. And another dude like Joe Burrow that is bigger and stronger than you think he is. I've met him. I'll tell you. Yeah. He's not – I'm going to say he's 6'2", maybe 6'1". Yeah. No, but he's, like, dense and oh, strong. You know, big shoulders, yep. long arms, huge hands. Hey, look, he can throw. He has all the throws. And uh, he does have a good ability to feel the pocket and move. You're right. He's not going to be able to do what he did does in college. But the upside is great. Who's the next one? What, what, I want to ask you this. If you had to pick between, let's just say you were the Patriots and you really like these next two guys, right. who would you put one and then two, Michael Penix or Drake May? I, I'm just – listen, I said this to you. Yeah, I haven't just, watched enough of Drake May to really get a great feel for Okay. Him. As, like, just a fan of college football, just, like, from what you see right now, what do you think? Well, I know this with Michael <laughs> Pinnock. Yeah. He's got an unbelievable arm. Uh, he He's not going to move around a lot because he, if he's the guy – He's the guy if he sees a little crack. He moves around to throw. To throw. Right, to be a thrower. I did see him run a couple times this past week. Yeah, but not as consistent as we've seen some of the other guys do. But it's, listen, he's weatherproof. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Listen. That's a really good point. Because some of these teams that might draft, they're all northeastern teams and wind. And uh, this past weekend he played in a big win out there. Yeah. Oh, my God, didn't bother him. He just was crushing the ball through the wind and everything. So, I, I saw him in Indiana as a freshman. Yeah, he, I was like, wow, and now here <laughs> no he doubt. is. And so he, he is an unbelievable thrower of the ball. Yeah, some of the throws that he made even this past weekend, he like pumped left, drifted to his right, and threw a beautiful one in the back oh. corner of the end zone to Roma Dunze, who I think is another phenomenal football player for them. But uh, just some of the plays that he makes are just crazy good. They are. Crazy good. Drake May, tell, give, me, give me 20 seconds on Drake May. Drake May, like I think he's good. I, I – uh, everyone claims that he's like this really good athlete. I don't know how great of an athlete he'll be or that will translate to the NFL level. Right. He does have a strong arm. He's gotten a lot of experience. Um, but this is good. he's played in an offense too, you know, kind of, you know, Sam Howlish. Like they put up good numbers, they throw it a lot. Like they don't really play situational football at all. So his adjustment, I think, will be a little different to the NFL that way. Okay. Um, and I'm not really even sure how talented of a thrower he is yet. Like we always say, you're going to throw the NFL ball better because it's a better football. That's right. But I just don't know, like, how special or unique he is in that department. I don't hear one person say anything but this. Caleb Williams won, Drake made two. First two picks of the draft. Yeah. And I just go, okay, it might be true. The next guy that I think really is sneaky is Bo Nix. 
He's big. He's big. He's strong. Runs. Yep. Can run well. He throws uh, it well on the run. Yes, he does. And he's got more experience than all the quarterbacks combined, probably. I think before the year started, Caleb had, I mean, uh, excuse me, Bo Nix had, I want to say like 3,000 college snaps. Like something crazy. You know, it's a lot. It's like so, He had almost it, like 1,000 more than anyone else in college wow. football. Well, good for him. And what's he, cool, too, is that, like, it didn't go well in the beginning. Well, he was down at Auburn in that offense. Right. So and, and that's what I like, though, too. Like, he's he's been through it, you know. You know what they say? It, it toughened you up a little. He definitely – it toughened him up for sure. And now new coaching staff, you know, new offense coordinator. Oh, he's killing and, it. And it's crazy that I think with his experience, his skill set, all that kind of stuff, he's done a great job of, like, learning on the fly with a new offense coordinator and Will Stein, uh, a Louisville guy, oh, and, and really playing phenomenally well. We'll go with these next ones quick, but Bo Nix, I don't – I've asked people just like, hey, what do you think of Bo Nix? Yeah, I was like, oh, I like come him. on. I like him. Well, I know. I'm just well, come yeah. on. You're not watching. but No, I think he's he's progressed as much as anyone in college football the past two years right now, and, and I think he's going to be a really interesting prospect for some football teams. I agree. The last one that I want to discuss, well, we're not going to get more. to the rest. Well, it's just two. Two. Okay, go. go Who are they? Jaden Daniels yep. with LSU. If I had a vote, I would look closer. I don't have a Heisman vote, but a lot of people that have it, you don't deserve it. I don't know why you're voting on it because <laughs> you don't even watch college football. Yeah. No, I'm serious. I it's ridiculous. 9,000 people. But Jaden Daniels puts up numbers. If I had to give the Heisman away right now, I would give it to him. Oh, to me, he's, he's easy. Football people I talk to, yeah, like at CBS and we're there, they all agree. Yeah. They, they, He's awesome. Because they, they watch. He's but awesome. But the other one that really has caught my attention, and they don't, it's J.J. McCarthy. Yeah. Big, fast, does have a strong arm. They don't throw it, in my opinion, enough. Well, they, they win. Right. I wish he could throw it more, but uh, I don't know if he'll come out or not yeah. in the draft. I'm going to say he stays at Michigan another year. Yeah, I have a, a little question mark with him. Oh, you, you know? do? Yeah, a little bit, and I'll just kind of leave it at that for yeah. now because I know we'll revisit this yeah. again. Yeah, okay, though. go ahead. Um, all right, so we're going to just watch a few clips, though. A well, no, days. let's real quick. Let's pick wow. the games. Come on. Jeez, you are just. It, we're only three minutes over. Uh, okay. So we, we can do those. You say that, but you'd be like, you know, hey, next time, let's go speed it up a little, you know. Is that the way I talk, Luke? In, Do I it, talk like that? In my head, okay. that's how you sound. Oh. There was one moment, though, today where you sound country as hell. I did go into that. You did. That. It yeah. was. Go back and watch, uh, listen to me uh, the first <laughs> or second year. Blue then I, I mean, I can't even do it anymore. Yeah. And I hear it on TV. I go, oh, my gosh. It I was like so I come country. from Alabama. And your hair, too. You know, you had the mop top thing going. Okay, we don't have you to know? get into that. Yeah, all right. It's, it's a struggle every day of my life. Yeah, it was beautiful hair. All um, right, here we go. Cincy Baltimore, pick it. Real quick, though. Phil, you're five and three yeah. on the year. Yes, and what are you? Your boy, Matt Man, <laughs> three and five. Baltimore over. I'm going to take Baltimore Thursday night over Cincy. You're taking Baltimore over Cincy. Yep. Okay. It's in you Baltimore. Should. Well, you had this already picked out. What the hell are you doing? Let's go. No, I'm having fun. I'm going with the Ravens, too. You are. All right. So, Steelers-Browns, 1 p.m. on Sunday. Who you want? I'm going to go with the Browns. Okay, so am I. Okay. Jets at Buffalo. Ooh. Jets at Buffalo. What, what do I want to pick that game for? Is it, not one of the, it is at Buffalo, yeah. It's not one of the four games we picked. Oh, it didn't? No. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. I Actually, we didn't talk about this. I just don't want to pick that game because I don't Philadelphia care. Philadelphia KC. Philadelphia KC. I'm oh. going with the Eagles. 
You are? Okay. Yeah. Who are you K- going? I'm going to go KC. Ooh, okay. Just to be different than you because you can't pick games worth of crap. Yeah, so. whatever, Phil. Okay. Right. What's the fourth game? I, I got uh, Vikings-Broncos. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I thought this was a fun game to pick. Yeah, it is. All right, who are you going to go with on this one? No, you go. <laughs> Broncos at home. Wow. Yeah, you won't do it. Hmm. You won't do it. Damn, what's all this deliberate? You should have this done already, Phil. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, to hell with you. I'm taking the Broncos. You're taking – you coward. No, I'm not a coward. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, we it's just going to be a low so scoring. Josh the only Dons. one that we picked separate from was the Eagles-Chiefs game, so that's going to be big for us. Okay. All right, yeah. here we go. All right, so what we got? We're going to do – you're going to do a And little... you did pick the Broncos a week ago. I forgot. And, and last night you were like, I didn't pick the Broncos. And I told you today that you did pick them, and uh, – we really should take that victory away from you. Uh, Look, you think I can remember what the hell I did a week ago? Yeah. No, I got this brain's got a lot of crap in it. I can't <laughs> yeah, get wait, we, All right, let's watch that some is, CJ Stroud. That is apparent. I want everybody to just watch this and just see how really unique these plays are. To me, I don't see them being run as much as the NFL. Matt, you saw them because you were with uh, the guys that designed these types. But go ahead. Yeah, so here we go. We got a little uh, double tight end set, a tight formation too, which condenses the defense uh, on the other side to, de- to defend this, correct? And right. it looks like a obvious run set. We get heavy play action, and here we go. We got eight guys that are right next to the line of scrimmage already after this play action. But what we're going to really get here is we're going to get C.J. Stroud out of the pocket and separated from the line of scrimmage, and this oh. is why we love these plays. Now, the one problem is, is that we didn't block the defensive end very well. But what's great, though, is CJ has space from the line of scrimmage and from the pass rush. So now we're going to see his athleticism take over. He does a great job of extending the play with his legs. He does a great job of keeping his upper body parallel to the line of scrimmage. And here's Noah Brown retracing after his route, which was to go to the back pylon working now back towards his quarterback. And yeah, look at all that room that he has to throw an absolute laser there yeah, on the run. He's on the run full speed and just he can flick it, get get out of the I mean, he's tremendous on the run. Oh, it's a beautiful play. Right, beautiful play. So here we oh. go again. Same formation again. Different personnel, though, now. So now we have 11 personnel, three receivers, one tight end, and one running back. We're in the shotgun in this situation. It's a third down situation. So third we're expecting and third and 13, third and 13. So we're expecting some sort of pressure because, hey, Lou likes getting after the quarterback in certain key situations. But let me just say this before you run it. Yeah. What team in the NFL keeps everybody in to protect them on third and 13? You know, Marty Morningweg did he that a lot, it? too, when we were the New York oh, Jets. Wow. And he also did that a lot, too, when he was in Philadelphia and Andy Reid back in the Donovan McNabb years. Wow, and it was kind of one of those things where it's just like, it's not necessarily a two-man route. It's two men that are, like, we're going for the first down, right. and then it's the outlets to the flat. Yeah. And right. you're just making sure that your quarterback has a clean pocket to then throw, especially a strong-arm quarterback, right. to throw it aggressively down the field. All right. And all you're going to see with this look is just two deep hooks by the two receivers on either side. Right. You're going to get chip flats by the tight end and the receiver here. They're going to run to the flat, and then a check down over the football. All right. And well, what's great is, that right. I want you to show here. See how C.J. looked to the right really quickly to the flat? Look how he made Logan Wilson run too far to the right in this situation. That's the linebacker just on top of the B. Yep. Logan Wilson moved outside to create a bigger hole. So he 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 used his eyes to create more of an open space, and there again is Noah Brown wide open 
past the first down marker on a beautiful throw and, and just great execution by the young quarterback and a simple concept for him to play fast and throw throw the ball aggressively. Let's see which one this is. I've already forgot. I picked out so many. So we got trips bunch, and now we have motion. Okay, again, the theme, similar formation than what we've seen. So now each time that we've seen this, we've seen similar type of coverages, whether it's going to be a quarters or a one deep single safety middle zone coverage, right? Okay. So we're going to get very similar looks each and every time. So here we go. Single high oh, again geez. coverage, zone coverage, four men underneath playing that hook and flat area, play action pass by C.J. Stroud. Now, this is my one concern with this. We have a tight end blocking our boy Hendrickson here on the bottom. Ooh. That's no bueno. We can't do that too often here, Mr. Slowick. Is this All two right. tight ends? Running back a little real quick. I know we don't want to make it long, but can you run it back? Uh, I can. Hold on. Oh, let me, okay. Oh, wait. So this, this is how, what? Brock Purdy got hurt. This is how you kill game. your quarterback. <laughs> Two tight ends trying to block a top pass rusher in the NFL. Good luck. Yeah, Go good ahead. luck. Good luck with 91 there. And guess what? He loses. Shocker. All right, but what we want to really express, though, here again is just CJ's athleticism. One, to make the man miss that oh. is unblocked or poorly blocked. Then to reverse field. <laughs> I mean, it, like, Tarkenton right here. Oh, that's awesome. Gets his eyes back to the line of scrimmage after doing a complete 180. And great job now of the step and throw on that right foot oh. and delivers another strike across his body Wow! to Noah Brown down the field for another huge completion. Run, run so. back. That's the last play. <laughs> Running back, okay. and let's, just, let's see how far he threw the ball with the flick of his wrist. Yeah. So that's what. Look so at these you. are talking like the kids these days with the flick of the wrist. Yeah, well, I don't know what else to say about it except it's <laughs> damn good and it shows you how talented he is. But again, right, we're just seeing similar defensive looks for a young quarterback, right, yeah. to where he can play fast, three-man route concept, well, two men down the field, then to your check down in the flat. Great job moving in the pocket again. All right, he's and gonna... the fact that he identified that he was open in this split second wow. and then cut it loose – just shows you the athleticism and flexibility this dude has. 25, 25, it's about a 35-yard throw. Yeah. Not bad. Not not too shabby, All right. Well, that was good. Sire. Good stuff. Good stuff, Matt. Yep, you're, good stuff. You're, uh, get, you're getting better. I appreciate it, I'm big gonna guy. I'm going to raise your pay to $100 a show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm the one that drives you here to the studio, so. Well, oh, what are you going to say about that? Well, I mean, I'm not going to drive oh, you anymore. you going to say, well, I'm driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> no, no. No, okay. No, a lot of our young listeners won't get that joke. They're not as old as you. Well, I don't have to do everything for young listeners, okay? <laughs> you talk to the old people, too. We watch old people do stuff. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, good. Good old stuff. Old people do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, uh, another good week, another good review. Yeah, it was and, fun. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. We want to thank IMP Studios, as always, for the great work that they do, do here. Yep. Zane and Luke, we appreciate it. And uh, Big Phil, we'll see you next week. Yep. Believe, Sims Complete, we're doing our dang thing here. See you next week, Philly. Love you, man. Toodles. <laughs> what the hell is toodles? You gotta get rid of that. <laughs> toodles my ass.